Hello and welcome. Thanks for listening to the Embodied Astrology Horoscopes for Scorpio season in 2019. My name is Renee. I'm a consulting astrologer and somatic intuitive. These horoscopes are meant to aid you in your healing and help connect you with your highest self. As you listen, please listen with an open mind and appreciate the symbols and suggestions. Take what works for you, leave the rest. Remember that these horoscopes are describing general energy for each sign, and it's up to you to get specific. Feel free to associate what I say to what is relevant for you. At their best, horoscopes work as pieces of mystical advice and sacred symbolism. Let them spark your imagination and stimulate your intuition. I suggest that you listen to the horoscopes for your sun and your rising signs. Your sun sign is what you tell people when they ask you, what's your sign? It has to do with the time of year you were born. Your rising sign has to do with the time of day you were born and the place you were born. If you know your birth information, you can find out what your rising sign is by getting a free natal chart on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the horoscope section. Along with your horoscope, please make sure to take a listen to Depth Perception, the Embodied Astrology episode for Scorpio season, where you can learn much more about Scorpio as an energy in your chart and how to understand and work with it. You can find this episode linked in the show notes from my website or as a separate track on your favorite listening platforms. All of my audio horoscopes, guided meditations, and podcasts are offered for free. If this work benefits you in your life, please consider making a one-time or recurring donation to help keep it going. Please share it with your family and friends and leave five-star reviews on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Finally, if you're in the Minneapolis area, please join me on November 11th for a very special event at The Future, where I'll be hosting an astrology dinner party to celebrate the Taurus full moon and explore some of the deeper themes of Mercury's retrograde. This is a super fun and creative way to learn more about astrology, and I'd love to meet you there. There's limited attendance, so if you're interested, please make sure to register soon, because spaces will fill up. You can find more information on my website, embodiedastrology.com, in the Play and Learn section under Live Events, or from the link in my Instagram bio, at embodiedastrology. Thanks so much for tuning in, everyone. Please wait for a brief sponsorship message, and I'll be right back with you with your horoscope. Hello Sagittarius, Sun and Rising, this horoscope is for you. This is your month ahead horoscope for Scorpio season. Scorpio season is the light that we experience here on planet Earth between October 23rd and November 22nd in 2019. So as I mentioned in the introduction, please listen to the Embodied Astrology episode for Scorpio season. Um, In that episode, I go through the embodiment of Scorpio and many different ways to access its energy, which is a very powerful energy, and it's an energy present in everyone's chart. You'll learn a lot more about this season and yourself uh, listening to that episode. So for you, Scorpio resides in the part of your chart that's called the solar 12th house. Scorpio is the sign before yours, and so you might think of the Scorpionic energy as what comes before you, um, or what you arise from. This place in the chart can be considered in relationship to pre-birth and after-death experiences, precognizance, or post-self. This place is often called the place of self-undoing. It's where we lose sense of our separate selves, where our egos dissolve, and where we um, reintegrate or re-merge with 
oneness with this um, kind of idea of, you know, we're all swimming in the same cosmic soup. We're all influenced by the same atmosphere. The idea of a collective unconscious or collective sentiment is one that a lot of people have theorized about and certainly one which we definitely experience in our lives. So when I'm talking about Scorpio, I'm talking about a kind of pervasive energy that's around you at all times that exists within your unconscious realms. You might access Scorpio through your dreams or through other practices or experiences that put you in touch with the liminal, um, this kind of place of uh, non-existent yet palpable energy. We might call that intuition. We might call that vibes. We might call that the unknown or the mystery. The 12th house also pertains to the spirit realm and to your guides, to your guardians, angelic presences, um, other spirits as you might imagine or perceive them. And finally, the 12th house is associated to culture um, or to things that are really too big to be understood in their totality. And um, this is also the idea of the atmosphere or something like that. It's kind of the space where everything mixes together. We don't have any control as individual autonomous beings, but we're very much immersed and a part in it. So as I talk about uh, at length in the um, Scorpio season episode, this energy is an energy that is, um, and I'm saying Scorpio's energy, is an energy that is deeply, deeply powerful. Um, Scorpio resides in the parts of our body that are reproductive and eliminative. These parts of our bodies uh, carry a huge amount of desire. They carry a huge amount of potency. The seeds for what we regenerate or what we want to create in the world, as well as a lot of negativity, potentially a lot of shame, a lot of insecurity, uh, secrecy, privacy, etc. And so for you being in the 12th house, Scorpio has kind of an extra undertone of an unknown. And Sagittarius is a sign that's often thought of as very buoyant, optimistic, enthusiastic. And so we might really think of Scorpio as a shadow or as something that is kind of behind you that might be informing uh, some of the optimism. And I just want to put out there that um, I don't know what kind of Sagittarian you are, but if you are a person who um, typically trends towards the lighthearted, the optimistic, the buoyant, I just want to drop a little question um, for you, which is what, um, what is your experience of shadow? And that question is for anybody, but particularly for those who find themselves perhaps avoiding um, the, sh the shadow realm or shadow subject. And this month, particularly, there's a lot of Scorpio energy. So some of the more notable experiences that we'll be having throughout the month begin on October 27th. This is when we have a new moon in Scorpio. When the sun and the moon come together in any sign, it brings a lot of additional influence into that sign. The sun and the moon are considered um, in relationship to our right and left eyes. In medical astrology, they are our primary luminaries, and they represent both the conscious and unconscious um, 
very personal elements of our being. So what we are conscious of, but also what is present in our more subjective internal um, experience. So this meeting of the sun and the moon at a new moon in Scorpio is asking you to bring attention into this, this place that we might call intuition, we might call shadow, we might call mystery or unknown. And there's an invitation for you here to really open up to your own um, you know, sense of, of unknown and whatever that is. And you might do that through prayer, you might do that through meditation, um, through art making of some kind, or just pondering what is it that's out there and how are you in relationship with it. On October 31st, Mercury will begin um, its retrograde. So it'll station retrograde on Halloween day very close to the end of Scorpio, right before it comes into Sagittarius, and then it'll spend the next couple of weeks um, in apparent motion moving backwards through Scorpio's terrain, its retrograde through November 20th. Mercury retrograde describes a period of time when our mental and cognitive um, capacities are turned inwards, we come into more of a reflective state. So this period of time may be a time for you when you really are reflecting on these ideas of spirituality, of the unknown, of the mystery, the void, um, or the shadow. And during Mercury's retrograde, you are advised to uh, work with the astrological energy for its best benefit. So point your thoughts in these directions, you know, do journaling, do stream of consciousness work, intuition, give yourself lots of time for sleep. And um, if you don't already, maybe consider uh, recording your dreams in some way. On November 1st, Venus will move into your sign from Scorpio, and this is going to bring kind of a boost to your energy. Venus is a benefic energy. It's beautiful. It's magnetic. It brings joy and happiness and definitely um, a uh, kind of instinct towards connection and relationship. And as Venus moves from Scorpio into Sagittarius, you might start to get some clues as to what this unearthing or reflection process of Scorpio's terrain is wanting to bring to you. On November 11th, there's a significant aspect uh, between the Sun and Mercury. Um, it's significant within the cycle of Mercury retrograde. And this period of time um, around November 11th, maybe the, the day or two bef before and after, um, is described as a, as a moment when we have a kind of recollection or insight into something that we are recovering, remembering in some way. So definitely keep your journal around and around the 11th of November, make sure to, to check in with what you're noticing, any kinds of questions you're having and what's coming up in your consciousness. Now the next day there's a full moon and the full moon is in Scorpio's opposite sign and this sign is Taurus. And that full moon can bring a lot of reflection to these themes of what's happening in Scorpio. With the full moon, we have um, literally the reflected light of the sun upon the moon. And where the moon is during Scorpio uh, season's full moon is in the part of your chart that describes kind of the opposite of what I've been talking about. It's very mundane, practical, day-to-day. 
And at this full moon, I want to invite you to notice divinity in the details. Um, spirit pervades everywhere. And this might be a full moon when you pick up on a lot of um, symbolism on uh, kind of, you know, your, your intuition about how you want to be acting or interacting with the, again, kind of practical, tangible materials of your life. And this part of your chart speaks directly to both your health and your occupation. Um, not quite the same as your career, but really how you occupy yourself day to day, what you spend your time doing. Um, this full moon might bring a sense of overwhelm, if you, especially if you've been very busy. Um, and again, because the season is asking you to come into a space of deep reflection, if you do find that you're very busy around this um, this week or this time of year, please see if you can carve out a couple of hours for yourself around the full moon of just silence and internal space. There's actually quite a lot of really profound energy that's coming in with the full moon that is referencing some of the longer term changes that are happening in our lives for you specifically around uh, self-esteem, potentially around money or your earned income and around your family. On November 18th, the planet Mars will move into Scorpio where it will transit until January 3rd. Wherever Mars is, it brings um, a, an extra boost of energy. It brings vitality. It can also bring a heating or aggravating influence and sometimes a sense of conflict. During this time, you may notice an increase in dream activity or you may notice an increase in dreams that have kind of an agitated or potentially violent nature to them. Um, there may also be agitation and friction just kind of in your general unconscious. You might experience that through uneasiness through a sense of um, restlessness. Ways to work with Mars are exercise. Um, so between November 18th and January 3rd, please make sure that you are getting enough movement and cardiovascular activity for your body, getting your breath to work for you, and then also giving yourself outlet to express what is in this shadowy kind of unconscious space. So again, things like journaling or doing collage or stream of consciousness um, writing or other methods that you might have like tarot or other divinatory practices, these might be really helpful at that time. Finally, on November 20th, Mercury will turn direct. Um, the days that Mercury stations retrograde and direct tend to be some of the more wobbly or wonky in the Mercury retrograde season. Um, so I forgot to mention this earlier, but definitely around Halloween day and then around November 20th, please just give yourself space and time to be late, to have plans fall through. Don't get fussed if things are not going as planned. And as always with the Mercury retrograde, you just wanna make sure that you build in leniency and reflective time on any important contracts or deals that you're making and be extra aware of your communications. Things can um, have a tendency to get a little bit lost or distorted during Mercury's retrogrades. On 
November 22nd, Sagittarius season begins. Your solar year uh, starts then, and I'll be back with you then to give you more information on what's upcoming in your season. Uh, you can find more information on this month's astrology by becoming a subscriber. You can subscribe at any amount per month, and in exchange for your subscription, you'll get an extended forecast for this month where I go through in detail all of the major planetary aspects and the lunar cycles. And these are general, not per sign, but um, I give you a lot of tools for understanding how to think about this astrology in relationship to your chart. Thank you so much for listening. I'm wishing you all the best in this season and beyond. Bye for now.